and, and remember, you know, um, you know, really, no matter what age you are, um, don't think that this is it, because life continues to unfold. So just keep your eyes and your ears open. Uh, you know, I wasn't a tech guy in 1998, and I became one. Now my friends think I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs>
they're data companies. And what data mining, doing tracking everything, right? And I have a TED talk about this. You know, they're watching and monetizing and manipulating us, our votes, our opinions, our purchase decisions, our emotions, everything. This is well documented. They've been fined countless times. We've got to get away from this because that doesn't serve humanity. And now recently Facebook announced something called Instagram for kids for six to 12 year olds. They already have messenger for kids for six to 12 year olds. These, you know, cradle to grave feeder systems into their system, data gathering, manipulating. I mean, can you imagine how a kid is gonna, you know, their content, uh, you know, their brain, their ideas, everything is gonna be manipulated by Facebook. So this is out of control. And so I came back in, created MeWe. Uh, we took several years to engineer it. We launched it in 2016. We haven't marketed it. We've continued to engineer it. Um, you know, we have now at this point many times been a number one trending site. We have nearly 20 million registered members. Funny, wow. Uh, we have no ads on the platform. We have a privacy bill of rights for our members because, you know, your content is yours. It's not ours. We don't use facial recognition. Your face is your business, not ours. I mean, you know, what those other guys do, you know, that's off the wall. It's a bunch of BS. And in fact, one of our, part of our tagline is no BS at MeWe. So, like, so um, a fundamentally different outlook and perspective on what social media should be it is us one-to-one -one or our family or connections without the data mining of, of knowing everything about us. That, that's been your, your root desire. So you, you engineered, took several years to engineer this whole solution and launched again, and now I've grown to 20 million members without, without really marketing it? Did I hear that correctly? It's all organic growth. So this, there's a couple of unprecedented things here. Um, and first of all, you know, it is social networking. So it's just that your data is yours, your face is yours. But, you know, it's great. All the tools you love, disappearing content, stories, journals, a great custom camera, a great dual camera that nobody else has, voice messaging across the platform, custom memes, custom, custom GIFs, custom emoji sets. I mean, everything, everything. Um, and, you know, um, one of the things we want to make sure we talk about is MeWe's free. It's a freemium model. How can we do this? How can we do this? It's freemium. So about 95% of our members use the free version of MeWe and 5% of our members are very gracious and they upgrade to MeWe Premium for $4.99 a month. And they get some extra features. They get journals for their stories. They get live voice and video. They get 100 gigs of storage instead of eight. They get free access to our custom emoji, custom sticker and custom, custom theme store. Um, you know, a whole bunch of fun stuff. They get a great badge. And really, MeWe is member supported. So what you know our members are doing is supporting MeWe. This is capitalism the right way. This is cap. One of my advisors also is Raj Sisodia, who founded this worldwide movement called Conscious Capitalism. And Raj is very well known. He's coached the Container Store, Southwest Airlines, Whole Foods. He wrote the book with John Mackey on how Whole Foods did it. You know, so we have these great thought leaders as our guideposts. And we have you know all the features people love and none of the BS. Question for growing a, a social network, both the first time and, and now, how do you get that initial buzz? How do you get people to, for the network effect to actually start taking effect? You know, um, it's hard to describe because, you know, I mean, there have been literally thousands of social network companies that have started and failed. 
And there have been thousands of companies, social network companies that started to compete with Facebook and failed. So, and for us, we focus on building great group technology. So MeWe is also a place where you connect with like-minded people around the world. And, and here's the beautiful thing. It's like, we've got, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of open groups. You can create a group. You, you become your own thought leader for a group that you open up for anybody on MeWe to find, or you create selective, they have to apply to get in or anybody can join it. Um, and our group technology really, in, in addition, this is the MeWe, right? MeWe means me, right? Just me and the we, because this is how our life is. It's me, my personal private arena, but it's also my we. Mm -hmm. so, so the name fits it perfectly. And then it's just word of mouth. We're translated into 20 languages and people start talking. You know, they start talking to each other. You know, you find people, constituencies, groups of people, common interest people, and they can be any, anybody from, uh, you know, somebody interested in cooking or, you know, alternative health or, you know, mainstream, like, you know, a marathon group or music entertainment. We have, you know, tons of music and entertainment, foodies, sports. Um, and of course, then there's politics on all sides. At first, Bernie Sanders people came. Recently, we had a, a mad Russia conservatives because I'm a libertarian and my politics don't matter on MeWe. We have a strict terms of service and no double standards. So just keep it clean, everybody, and then talk about whatever you want. You know, so it's it's really we call social media done right. At this this concept of you, one of the things you mentioned early on is focusing on groups. It's like if you're, I guess, creating a space where people feel like they can come together and easily connect. That's that's where the the, the network effect starts to to take place. Is because because people say, well, I see the tools. Is it is it the tool set? Is it the features? Like what draws someone initially, do you think, to, to a social network or to a community? Trust. Trust. So, you know, first of all, MeWe is, is probably the most trusted social network in the world because it's social done right, because we have a member privacy bill of rights, because your newsfeed is 100% timeline order, who you're connected to, your family, your friend, your contacts, your close friends, the groups, the pages, it's all timeline order. There's no BS, there's no algorithm studying what you're thinking and manipulating, you know, as we talked about like the other guys do, no. And so there's an immediate trusting bond. And then when constituent groups of any kind, you know, they want to actually really reach their followers and reach their members and really communicate, you know, uh, it's documented that at Facebook, if you have a page or group, generally when you post, you reach about five to 10% max because their algorithm is actually deciding what every member of Facebook sees at any time. And it's all based on their money machine. Everything you see is based on whether they think they can engage you and they can think they can distract you to click on an ad, to make a purchase, to do, you know, they get money just for the clicks, all that stuff. So with MeWe, since we have no ads, you know, and there's no way for an advertiser or marketer or any MeWe member either to target you, you know, to pay, there's no pay to boost, there's no amplification. So it's actually very natural, authentic, using the greatest communication tools available. For, for you, being able to um, make this possible, part of this building the right team, when it comes to, to lessons learned, if you're thinking back, uh, even both from the, the first uh, multiple social networks you started and now with MeWe, 
what were some of the, the key hires, the first hires that you made on the team to make it possible? You know, that's an interesting business question. Um, you know, with any company, you're always going to have churn, um, you know, and, you know, luckily over the years, we've been able to hire the right people. You know, the key really is to hire the right people and, you know, make sure that if you've brought in the wrong people that, you know, they deselect on their own or you help them deselect because when you want to build a, a superstar team or a team that really feels like they're a dream team together, then you want to make sure that, you know, the bar is always higher, 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 and you don't have anybody on your team pulling it down. Um, it's standard, you know, just like a sports team, really, this, this is a sprint, right? But it can be, this is a sprint and this is also a marathon. So, um, yeah. you know, that, that's how we see it. And, you know, you, you take your best shot. Listen, my first 1998, I'm running ads in a local newspaper, hiring people at my kitchen table, hiring designers, that didn't know how to design a page that would load on dial-up, right? Because people forget, 1998, here I am, you know, founding a social network company, putting all these tools together, and it all has to work on dial-up. That's how we got to the web. That's our internet access, dial-up. So, um, you know, the challenges today, I mean, look, there is no more bandwidth challenge. Um, there is, There are some for companies that want to make sure that they serve properly, uh, in weak internet areas, you know, in India and in parts of India and places like that. Um, but, you know, it's, so you learn, as you, you, you yeah. learn as you go. Often when, when someone wants to start something, so I'm just thinking of other entrepreneurs out there that they'll begin it, but then it kind of gets into a plateau. How, what, what advice would you give to kind of break a, a kind of status quo and, and kind of reinvigorate uh, a business to be able to take it to the next level? Any, any thoughts? You know, there's a couple of, of angles here. Number one is that we're so busy thinking about how we can take it to the next place and the next place and the next place. But that's really a phenomenon of the last 25 years. You know, because what if, you, what if you're running a good business? Take a look at it. Proton Mail is a great example. Okay. Proton Mail. They're a, a more modern, encrypted email provider for people that don't trust, you know, Google and Microsoft and other uh, email providers. Proton it has a model similar to MeWe. It's freemium. Uh, they have a, you know, upgrade five bucks a month, um, but they're not interested in growing aggressively taking, you know, I mean, they're, they're smart. They're growing carefully. They, they have a good business model. It's working. They're making money. So See, it's know, almost like, you can, you can, you don't, it's almost not, not, not a lifestyle business. That's not the right word, but it's the concept of you don't have to have hyper growth to have a successful business. As long as you know your market, the people that really want what your service has, and you continually just add value. Am I getting that right? Yeah. Think of it as, you know, I mean, there, there are great restaurants that are independently owned that never franchised or went into a chain and they're very profitable and the family does well. And the most important thing of all is very simple. Like you said, you know, KYC, know your customer, serve your customer, and make sure that you're attracting, that you're replenishing. Um, so you're identifying market trends and staying with the appropriate trends. I mean, this is standard, you know, business school stuff too, right? It's really the KYC and, and just take care of it. I mean, look, there's restaurants that have been around for 150 years in this country, you know. Um, 
what what's amazing to me is, is I've never, I guess I've thought about it. Um, software, you always think in, in software and tech, there's only the giant or, or the only the ones that just go up and then go up forever or disappear completely. But there there is a space because of where the way technology is going, there's going to be opportunities for businesses, software companies that don't have to be uh, billions and billions, but still are very successful and adding value to the people around them. Especially if you're built on trust. MeWe's built on trust. Now, we do have plans to scale significantly. We do believe that we will ultimately be able to achieve somewhere in the neighborhood of 300 million members over the next several years. Um, we, we have grown organically. It's absolute organic growth around the world. We have one guy in marketing on our team. That's it. So, you know, he booked our conversation, right? That's it. We have one guy. But around the world, look, in Hong Kong, we were number one three months in a row, and, you know, just in 2020 and 2021. Um, around the world, you know, because we're translated and because people hear about it, and even though still most people have never heard of MeWe, you know, so, so I like to say this. Let's say that right now, maybe 5% of social media users in the world have heard about MeWe. And that's one out of 20. And so out of the one out of 20 social media users who've heard about MeWe, we already have almost 20 million registers. So what happens when the other 95% hear about MeWe? So that's our job now is actually to, to fund the company properly, to expand the messaging, and then keep knowing our customer, keep expanding the service offering, keeping it relevant, right? Staying relevant for any business is critical. You, you mentioned the point of uh, uh, Hong Kong or, or somewhere that, that is actually, you were number one there. Yeah, made me ponder. You is there one in the United States too. So listen, you know, that's all right. Yeah, no, no, I'm wondering is like, is there certain cultures that are valuing privacy more than others? I'm curious if you've seen that around the world, if there's certain ones that are just like, they really get it and, and value it more than others. It rotates. Sometimes we're hot in Australia. You know, the Australians are really pissed at Facebook uh, with all the fiascos around um, their banning, you know, Australian news organizations and other nonprofits, all this stuff. Uh, and then a couple of years ago, Facebook asked every Australian for a nude picture of them so that they could match it against their database to make sure no one, went, no one else had nude pictures. It was, I mean, these crazy things that Facebook does, seriously. You can, you can Google this, like you can fact check me, no problem. Um, so, you know, really it's, it, it moves in, in all markets, whether it's an Asian market, uh, Japanese, Korean, Hong Kong, Hong Kong, very, privacy is very important. Um, you know, and, and freedom of speech. It's sort of like this ability to speak your mind, uh, you know, without, without being censored just because you said the sky is green today and somebody else said the sky is, is orange. So, you know, that's what we call civil discord course, which is really, remember, the premise of democracy is disagreement. So when, you know, Facebook and these other companies start to censor and try and narrow, you know, uh, this cancel culture stuff, it's like, wait a minute, guys. I, Mark Weinstein, the founder of MeWe, totally believe that we want something that is, is a nice experience. Mm -hmm. But arguing and disagreeing are fundamental to why America works. It's the whole, it's the premise of our democracy is the ability to disagree and not get in trouble for it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what's going on with those other guys. 
me, we, we have a strict terms just to, you know, like keep it clean, everybody. Uh, you know, we don't want hate. We don't want violence insiders. You know, we don't want doxing and bullying. Um, but we could care less about, you know, what your opinion is about the color of the sky, right? It's like, you know, and this is what makes our country great. That's powerful. So kind of curious, so just as a, as a leader, are there any uh, books or, or podcasts or, or audiobooks that you've read and enjoyed and would recommend? Well, um, you know, there, there's so many great books over all the years, going back to Jeffrey Moore and his Chasm books and, you know, Jim Collins and his, his, his Good to Great series. Um, and, you know, for coaching, you know, I mean, Lencioni, Patrick Lencioni has written amazing books on how to run your organization and, and Marshall Goldsmith, uh, you know, the godfather of coaching and Jack Canfield, one of my advisors, another godfather of coaching. He wrote all the success principle books. He launched Chicken Soup for the Soul. Um, you know, there's so many places. So I actually don't have time for podcasts myself. Um, you know, so in fact, I don't have time for TV either. You know, I'm, I'm just so busy. Um, but you can see what I'll do, you know, if I have a minute, you know, I might get on a bicycle, you know, got to get, got to get my exercise in. I love it. I love it. Um, just any closing thoughts for other, um, entrepreneurs and tech leaders that are, 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 have desires of building something that you would give a word of wisdom to those out there? Yeah, let's see. Um, very, you know, straightforward, like you talked about it at the beginning too. It's, um, and this is, you know, when we were informal before we started recording, but, you know, listen, if you think you're right about something, especially a business idea, and every morning you wake up and you believe that your opportunity is, is as good or greater than it was the day before, no matter who your critics are, don't stop. You know, the time to reflect is when you start wondering yourself if you're right or not, because you want to really take your own inventory. So, and, you know, the, the, the key there is, and of course, sometimes there's reality. You know, if you've got a family um, or your life circumstances change and, you know, you need, you know, a different uh, financial situation. Um, you know, I'm one of these guys who spend everything. I liquidated my retirement account to build a new company. I spent everything. I didn't take a salary for four years with me. We, you know, I just was like, this is so important for the world. And we're right. And now we're proving it. Our revenue model is working. Um, you know, we've grown, you know, no one's ever done this before without institutional financing. We're, we're financed by high net worth individuals, the tune of 23 million that we've raised from, you know, lots of people, high net worths. Um, and now we are, our cash flow, you know, we're breaking even. Um, and we're generating revenue before institutional capital. No social networks have done that before. So, and now it's time for all the strategic partners, content partners, who are open to all of it. We want all of it, you know, because everybody knows the problems that MeWe is solving. Everybody knows that there's something seriously wrong. And when they hear about MeWe, they love it because MeWe is social done right. Mark, one thing I, I can definitely tell and feel from you is, is your passion for this, which seems to have, have, dri have driven you and led this entire time. And so thank you for both sharing a little bit of the, the, your story and the lessons learned. Thank you so much for, for being on, on, on the series.
Alexander, thank you. And thank you, you know, and best of luck to you. And, and remember, you know, um, you know, really, no matter what age you are, um, don't think that this is it. Because life continues to unfold. So just keep your eyes and your ears open. Uh, you know, I wasn't a tech guy in 1998. And I became one. Now all my friends think I'm a nerd. <laughs> I love it. Thank you again. And everyone, we'll see you on the next episode of Uptech Report. Have you seen a company using AI, machine learning, or other technology to transform the way we live, work, and do business? Go to uptechreport.com and let us know. Mm-hmm.